Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Ladies and gentlemen, episode 16 of season two of the Daily Intermission Podcast. Joined, as always, by Nathan Brown. Nate, how are we doing today, bud? Pretty good, man. Big Super Bowl run last night. You have any good snacks last night? Snacks? Super Bowl snacks? I didn't, man. I had it like a standardized like chicken and veggie. Sorry, we just touched hands and now it's just weird. Yeah, that is strange. Um, but uh, <laughs> but no, I, I just had a chicken and veggie supper. Okay. And uh, nothing really, you nothing know, really to, to raise the caloric intake, which yeah. is unfortunate, but it's the yeah, way it's the, the way, way it was. Had How about you? Yeah, I had some wings. Okay. Uh, had some buffalo on them. Okay. Good stuff. Some actual uh, buffalo. Yeah. There was, uh, anyway, there was one outside hanging around, and I figured, <laughs> hey, you'd mix it in good with those chicken wings. Okay. Um, but uh, no, so yeah, just buffalo sauce, and then some jalapeno poppers wrapped in bacon, so. Oh, is that any good? Uh, it's pretty good. I mean, I'm feeling it. Oh, for sure. I, can't, I feel about 15 pounds heavier today, but that's the way she rides. Yeah, no, absolutely. So the, the pregame show today. Uh, we'll run through a little bit of how our project parlay went on Saturday. Yeah. Uh, we'll talk about the halftime show, which was a bit of a headliner here at the Super Bowl. And then uh, quarter one, we'll be breaking down the Super Bowl. Quarter two, we got PGA. We got Olympic talk, UFC 271. Quarter three, we got NBA, quarter four, NHL. But there's a halftime show, folks. And it's who holds the record this week will be the halftime show. It'll be a good one. Let's get after it, Nate. Yeah, let's go. So listen, man. Collins on Saturday for Project Parlay couldn't have been more of a disappointment. Couldn't have been more of a disappointment. We had guys coming in hot. Like, oh yeah, I thought these were some guarantees, especially the pick doctor who took Davidson. The doctor was I sounding that, so confident. I mean, he had a good narrative behind it too. Yeah, he did. But you know that died off quicker. So um, you know we're gonna have three new callers this week, and we pray to the Lord above that they were better. Than what we went through last weekend. It was unbelievable, really. Yeah, the pick doctor came in with Davidson. We had uh, Alex from Halifax give us um, Toronto Moneyline, and we had uh, Trevor from, uh, was it Wawa, Ontario? I believe that is correct. Trevor Leahy from Wawa, Ontario. <laughs> Giving us the Raptors. So it Which, seems like there was a couple homer picks thrown in the mix there. Yeah, yeah um, it was. So, Which is always going to kill you when you're betting. So if you want to be a caller on Project Parlay next week, uh, make sure you're on Instagram and, and hit us up in the Instagram DMs. We'll be picking three individuals to join us next week. Um, unbelievable, man. I wish, because we both hit. Well, we both hit. We well, both we're hit. known to hit. Yes, we hit we everything. We the, picked the Super Bowl winner at the start of the year. Yeah, this is what we do over here at the Daily Intermission is we pick winners. Uh, and I'm not going to mention that. I'll get into the Scotty Scheffler hitter a little bit later yeah, on. It's another hit. Eight Super Bowl halftime show. Obviously, it was a bit of a headliner. Um, if you know, it's kind of the, the 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 spectacle. If you're not a big football fan, I mean, yeah. if you're not watching the game, then you're there for the halftime show. I thought it was a huge success. Yeah, I did too. I mean, I thought they played it pretty like, like you know, they didn't go too crazy with it. Yeah, which was nice. But you know, I I feel like this might be a bit of a hot take just because I feel like some people say like J Lo was one was sick or whatever. I think that was the best one ever. 
Yeah, for I, sure. I thought it was awesome. It was terrific. The cast, obviously, the cast was unbelievable. You got Dr. Dre and Eminem. Like when Eminem's coming out, dude, oh. Snoop Dogg too. Like, Snoop. plus we got Fifty Cent just buzzing in there out of nowhere. Yeah, that was. Yeah, I don't really know how Fitty got in there, or you know what that was all about. But yeah, he mixed in a little appearance. Great to see him in there. Was it in the club? He brought yeah. out. I mean, looks like he put on a few. Yeah, but he did. Uh, I mean, Dre as well. <laughs> for sure, the boys are uh, the other. They're enjoying the, that lavish lifestyle. Yeah. Uh, but uh, no, I, I thought it was great. Yeah, I thought uh, that Snoop Dogg and, and Dre stole the show. Uh, I would have yeah. liked to see a little bit more from Kendrick. Yeah, Kendrick was a little disappointing. I was hoping for something a little more as well. I'm a big Kendrick guy, so it's like I'm hoping for a new album. One, it's been like five years. Yeah. And two, it's like, I don't know. He wasn't even, it was almost like he was like, did his own thing. Yeah, it's almost yeah. like he was a little nervous too. He didn't look up once. Yeah, yeah. He just had his head buried just doing the old side by side, sidewinders. So, but like you said, Nate, like I, I like the idea of, of kind of simplifying things. Just put a stage, yeah. a unique stage out there and let them go at it. Like well, I loved the idea of having five superstars, six superstars yeah. come out, perform a couple songs each and just and absolutely still the show and i saw snoop just hauling on a jaybird right before he went on yeah so yeah. i mean i wish i would have got in on the uh what was it snoop to smoke on stage yeah, yeah. no was like plus 140 or something it was yeah okay. would have been nice so yeah, yeah. didn't hit that but uh <laughs> plus 140 to be buzzing on stage no no to to smoke on stage and just did, did his pre-show smoke count that's hard to say i yeah. would assume not okay it's not technically on stage thought it was really cool too like the little setup they had it's like the kind of like the old compton houses that they lived in i think okay it was. cool yeah, i'm yeah. pretty sure that's what it they was had the old school cars kind of out there yeah too. dude it was cool yeah i, I was a big fan of that no i, I, I think it. all around the halftime show was a success i think moving forward i think you gotta involve just headliner after headliner yeah. and let them you know be in the mix obviously it was unique to california having the uh the snoop dre yeah well connection. that's what i was thinking too last night i was like they probably asked eminem and them to do a super bowl show before and they're probably yeah. like well no shot yeah it's like i am not going to cincinnati to do a super bowl like you know yeah. it's like you guys come to la and we'll chat we'll chat no for but sure but Nate, we're gonna move into quarter one yeah. of episode 16 of season two so we'll break down the super bowl man it was a good game really good game close uh, came down to the final drive, um, and uh, well, I guess the second final drive. Um, but uh, but man, I mean, I thought the Bengals were going to run away, or I'm sorry, I thought the Rams were going to run away with it off the get go. Yeah, uh, looked like Matty Stafford was clicking with his guys. Odell was getting wide open. Cooper Cop obviously was having uh, some great success. Yeah. Uh, but uh, but the Bengals made it a game, man, and, and uh, you know that first quarter headline by uh, Odell Beckham Jr.'s uh, touchdown. Yep. Does it the moonwalk? Yes. It's just an absolute milk. Um, but and he uh, moon is, moonwalked his way directly onto a stretcher. Oh. <laughs> yes, he did. He tore the ACL. I actually hit that bet, which was nice. Uh, yeah. I mean, if, oh, Jay's can you imagine if there was a bet a oh, player to go down with ACL? Dude. Okay. So I was telling you this before, but the craziest prop I saw yesterday it was like Joe Mixon and somebody else together it was like their total rushing yards yeah, or yeah. uh the length of the race at the kentucky derby yeah, like, yeah which one's gonna be i'm like how like how are you coming up with that yeah how do you yeah like, how do you how do you compare those i i they, it's um, like um, why would i wait two months for a prop bet from the super bowl well that's just like, like um, yeah. but uh but no the rams win 23 to 20 yep. uh super bowl mvp cooper cup man this guy's incredible no offers out of high school. I mean, some of the routes and so, I mean, some of the chemi some of the chemistry that we've seen on display from from Matty Safford and Cooper Cup is 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 out of this world. Yep. Uh, on the one yard line, that back shoulder fade. I mean, that's hard to do in touch football. Yeah. Let alone in the NFL, yeah. Super, in the Bowl. Super Bowl. Super yeah. Bowl. 
Yeah. Um, no, I guess they get up every morning, 6 a.m. They're going over plays. They're talking football. Like, they're just the work ethics out of this world. But I'm happy for the Rams, man. There's so many guys on that team. I mean, you think OBJ. You think Matty Stafford. You think Cooper Cup. You think Aaron Donald. Von Miller gets another one. Yep. Uh, you know, this Andrew Whitworth offensive lineman. And there's a lot of guys that are very deserve, deserving of the Super Bowl title. I mean, Sean McVay, obviously, young coach. He's been to his second Super Bowl. Wins one, man. There's been so many guys in that yeah, team. What's that he, like, serving. 30 years old? Uh, 36 or something. Oh, is he? Okay, yeah, yeah man. He looks really young. Yeah, he does. I mean, they're like uh, contemplating retirement. It's like, that's a milk. The coach? Yeah. Okay, like settle. Yeah. It's like, like, dude, dude you got another 20 years in you. Yeah, exactly. Like Belichick's going. He's 69. Yeah, you might have like another 30 in you. Yeah. But uh, um, yeah, as you were saying, like, I thought the game was going to get away early too. Yeah. So it's so, like the Rams kind of got up. I was like, oh, boys, like, here we go. But, you know, man, the, the Bengals clawed back. It was getting there. And I thought for a glimpse of a second, I was going to hit the OT for the final time that year. Man, it would have been the year of the OT if that would have hit. Oh, because, dude. Because, I mean, it would have been, so, what, is your sixth of the year? Like, that's just insane. I mean, they were hanging out around half, too. And I was like, all right, like, let's let's yeah, go. 13-10 at half. Yeah, and then I just see, uh, yeah, but then even at the end there, like, they were oh, yeah, just yeah. on, the, on yeah. the fourth down. It was like. Oh, for sure, yeah, yeah. yeah. I was like, man, maybe just give it a boot. Like Aaron Donald absolutely flies yeah. through. There, there, I saw some things on, uh, or, um, online, sorry. It was a meme. And, you know, it always comes out like one thing happens. I knew the face mask thing was obviously going to come up. Like everything kind of gets like nitpicked afterwards. But they're yeah. like apparently Aaron Donald was like a little bit offside oh, on that geez. last drive. Yeah, yeah. Right. So, you know, it's not going to end. No, a lot of people complaining too about the two flags in the last drive. Uh, yeah. One for oh, those things were getting chucked like chiclets at the end there. Um, but uh, but I mean, if you're a Bengals fan, I don't know if you saw the, the first play, the second half, but. But uh, T. Higgins dragged down Jalen Ramsey, yep. uh, goes for the touchdown. But Jalen Ramsey, man, he, he didn't have a great game. For a guy that's, uh, you know, kind of unified, known, unifyingly, unifiedly known as the best corner in the league, he got burned a bunch, man, yeah. in the, the first quarter, but like a 45-yard one-handed grab by uh, by uh, Jamar Chase. And, yeah, it was just, I mean, the, the biggest play of the game was ended up being a drop by Tyler Board. It was his first drop of yeah, the season. That was wild to hear. Um, I was like, how is he not, like, holy smoke. Now, yeah, it's like, exactly. dude, that's just a such a shame, but um, uh, I don't know if you saw Nate. There was a pick in the end zone. Uh, Matt Stafford tried to go deep to Von Jeff or Van Jefferson and um, and uh, uh, the Bates the third ended up picking it off. And then Vernon Hargraves, who's not dressed in the game, runs yes. out in the end zone, starts yes. celebrating. It was the first pin of the game. It's like, dude, what are you thinking? Yeah, I know that was ridiculous, yeah. man. Was, we were uh, in our group chat. We were going back and forth, just like hilarious prop bets and stuff. And that's what one of the guys came in and said he was just like uh, put the check mark after we just do r ridiculous stuff. And it's yeah. like. Uh, Guy to run on the field and close. Well, guy in an ununiformed player to get a flag. And then it was just like check. And it's just like okay, like we yeah, that's we hilarious. got everything, eh? But um, but uh, but no, super happy for the Rams. I mean, Matty yep. Stafford and his wife, super happy. Los Angeles back to back years, the team hosts the Super Bowl in their home stadiums and win the Super Bowl. Yeah. I mean, what an advantage that is, though. Oh, it's ridiculous, man. and I mean, you you wouldn't bet against it in normally. So I, I mean, next year we'll see what happens. We get we get the Cardinals going or what? Well, it's interesting because uh, Kyler Murray has unfollowed the Arizona Cardinals and That's might right. want out. So That's right. Yeah, I mean the NFL offseason too is so exciting. With the draft is the, you know the most important draft in the in the or sorry in the in the Big Four in terms of guys just so ready to play. Oh man, yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, we'll see, man. Teams uh, in free agency and, and everything like that. O OBJ with the torn ACL. Uh, we'll see, uh, you know, where he signs. He's a free That's agent tough. as well. So. Um, you know, a lot of changes to be to be uh, to be made in the NFL. Need any uh, early, early, too early to predict Super Bowl champions next year? Oh boy, I'm gonna I'm gonna 
go out on the limb here and say the Bengals. Okay. You know, I'm going to say they, you know, they got the pieces there. Maybe people in free agency are going to be like, you know what? They were close. Yeah. Like you get a few extra pieces. Maybe they can do it. I know that was a bit of a Cinderella run, but yeah. 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 I'm going to roll them early. I'm big Joe Burrow guy now. Okay. I like I'm, the guy. I'm going to run the bills. I'm going to say the okay. bills are going to win. That's a good one too. Um, but uh, yeah, I think the Bengals, that was a bit of a Cinderella um, ask story. I mean, they always got it done, but they, man, so um, close. But, uh, but that'll conclude quarter one, Nate. Quarter two, we're going into PGA Olympics UFC. Yes. Both headlined the weekend with super exciting stuff. We'll start off in the PGA Tour, man. Scotty Scheffler, man, unbelievable. First win on tour. Uh, got it done in the playoff against Patrick Cantley at the Waste Management. Man, that place is a bucket list event. That's, you know what? It, it always has been a bucket list event, but seeing some of the people rushing out the gates yeah. almost was like, if I went, I'd have to have some sort of VIP treatment in order to like get up there. Because man, could you imagine? People were lining up at two forty-five in the morning. Yeah, to get this to 16. get. Yeah, and it's like, man, I wouldn't even go to sixteen. No, I would be following like my favorite players and like just yeah, going true. to different holes. Like I tried to maybe one day get into sixteen, yeah. but like for me, like I want to go follow and watch the golf. Yeah, like, fair I, enough. I, you know. I, Obviously, you know, there was two hole-in-ones and the environment was electric. They yep. littered that green with yeah. beer cans, yep. uh, which is just, it's just such a great event. I mean, Harry Higgs is flashing the crowd. I mean, Joel Damon's got his shirt off, swinging it around. Yep. That event is just, it, it's one of the best of the year, no doubt. And, and super happy with Scotty Sheffer. Obviously, my first best bet of the week, too, yep. at plus 2,800, huge hit. Um, pumped about that and and uh, just pumped for Scotty Sheffler. I mean, you knew he was going to get a win. And, uh, and yeah, I mean, Sam Ryder and Carlos Ortiz with the hole in ones. You got yep. Brooks Kapka and, and Xander Shoffley one shot off this, this, uh, um, oh gosh, the gala. I mean, he's going to be an electric character. It seems like he's going to be sticking around a bit too. He had a, he had a great week led for, uh, for three days and then couldn't get it done on Sunday, but man, uh, what an event. I was losing it. At, I saw a couple of memes, um, what, it, what was it when they got the hole in one? I yeah. think it was Ortiz or maybe it was, no, it was Ryder's Ryder's hole in one, but they, yeah. uh, it's just like all the things got lit, all the beer cans obviously littered on the field, and then everyone's like, "Well, we shall see how good they are at waste management." Yeah, no, for <laughs> sure. Things just everywhere, dude. No, they. I mean, they're they're extremely innovative and and uh, forward thinking with uh, with their waste management. I mean, they take waste that's typically not able to be recycled, and they make roofing uh, like shingles and, and, uh, mm -hmm. and roof. Like, it's just amazing what waste management does. Super fun event, uh, in Arizona. And now they're off to California for the Genesis invitational, obviously an event hosted by Tiger Woods, uh, supports his foundation. He'll be there hosting. He won't be playing obviously a year from when he got in his terrible car accident. Uh, but super, super pumped. I mean, this field is star studded. You got 10 out of the 10 top 10 players in the world playing, um, any early indications, Nate, or who you're leaning for the one and done? Well, you know who it is. It is Hideki. Hideki Matsuyama. Matsuyama. He's been playing well this year. I mean, Man. he was in the got into the mix last week. I'm uh, just like, I got to start, I don't know. I got to start making some changes in my program. Yeah. It's okay. been a mess. Yeah, coming off a winner last week with Scotty, I'm feeling That's really big. good. Moving That's into big. seventh spot. What did I take him the week before? Did you? I think so. No, I can't lay the week before. And then the week before that, I had Chef. Did you? Or no, did I take... I can't remember. It was Shoffley or Scheffler. Okay. I can't remember. Honestly, I can't remember anymore. You're starting to run the big guns, though. Oh, the big guns are being run. Yeah. I'm saving myself my uh, Morikawa, my Rom. DJ still in the ready to rock. I'm saving Sungjae for the Masters. Are you? No. I was going to say, no shot. No. He wins the Masters. No. He was close a couple years ago, though, that COVID year. What, he yeah. finished second, I think. 
Yeah, yeah, with him and Cam Smith came runner up. Yeah, uh, but uh, but Nate, that'll conclude the golf talk. So check out all our Instagram page and our YouTube channel on uh, on Wednesday. Uh, we'll have our best bets out for the Genesis Invitational. Uh, moving to the Olympics, man. I was watching snowboarding this week, man, and I think that's a, that's my new favorite event. Uh, when the NHLers don't go, man, those guys were hucking the most insane tricks in that yeah. half pipe. That uh, that young Japanese fella who won the uh, won the gold. Dude, he, he, I, he was taking flight like an airplane. Yeah. It was insane. That's that's one thing. I, whenever I'm at a ski hill or something, it's like, yeah, let's go hit up the half pipe. I'm like, well, you guys have a good time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I'm not touching that, man. People just absolutely soar. It's crazy. It's wild, man. Uh, I was hoping for Sean White, but Sean White came fourth. I thought it was yeah. kind of a courtesy fourth. Like, I didn't think... Like, it was 2006 when he won his first yeah. half pipe gold. So, right. I mean, he's he's outdated in sport. I mean, there's been a lot of guys develop out of uh, some other countries. I know that young guy from, from Australia. I forget his name right now. He had an incredible run. But these guys are hawking insane tricks. Like, it's full on. Like, these guys are true Olympians. Um, but, uh, but Sean White fourth in his last Olympics. Um, and, uh, that half pipe was, was some of the most electric TV I've watched. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if you saw, there was a Russian who tested, I think it was figure skating, tested positive for a banned substance. It's absolutely vintage I mean, Russian. I, I thought, I thought the Russians were going to move past this, but gosh, but they're still in just can't stuff. stop. Eh? They get caught every step of the way too. And they just keep humming those things into them. Yeah, they do every step of the way. So he's disqualified. Uh, she, yeah, she, sorry, yeah, she got uh, disqualified. I'm not sure, you know, you know what the substance was, but I mean, in figure skating, it'd be hard to say. I mean, what would you even take to? I don't know. I like, don't. I mean, it could I, be anything, you yeah, know. Yeah, like yeah. even so, like the IIHF. I mean, you, like you get some allergy medication in you, you're kind of you get tossed sometimes. So for sure. Um, but uh, but man, the women's hockey final is set in stone, mate. Who do you think the women's final is? Oh, geez, Greg, let me take a. I'll just completely guess here. I'm gonna say USA and Canada. You'd be wrong. Actually, no, no. I was gonna say you I'm are correct. Pretty sure, I saw it today. Unless I was looking at something different. Yeah, yeah. No, Canada right. absolutely dismantled Switzerland, and and uh, and the U.S. squeaked one out against Finland. Who Finland seems to be coming, coming up. Yeah, they're yeah. they're on the come up for sure. Their goaltender is, is notified as the best in the in the world. So they played pretty well against Canada too. The game I watched, I think it was in the preliminary round, but yep. they were they kept it close for a bit. It was like three one or so in the middle of the game, and then I took a look back, and it was like six one, and I was yep. like, okay, well the wheels fell off. But I mean. You know, it's nice to see a little bit of competition for a, another country other than Canada and USA because it's for been sure. predominantly dominated sure. by that. Because I know Brian Decker's out. Uh, she she kind of hurt her leg in the uh, in the first game of the tournament, but uh, I hope Canada wins, man. We'll see. It should be yeah. a great game. I mean, those games are just all time. It's almost guaranteed overtime. I feel like yep. every single year the women's goes to overtime. Yeah. Well, we think back into the World Championship. And Marie Filippoulian going yep. barred out. Barred easel. Uh, so, yeah, we'll see what happens in the women's hockey. I'm hammering Canada. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what the spread is yet. It's I probably, looked. yeah, it's, I bet it's probably 1.5, just normal. Yeah, yeah. And then it's probably both, they're probably both minus 110, I'd bet, would For be sure. my guess. Nate, do you find this year they're, they're mixing in a lot of, uh, like, mixed, they're doing a lot of, like, uh, team events mm-hmm. uh, this year. I found in the ski jumping, they were doing it. Uh, in the snowboard cross, they were doing it, like, I don't really know, you know, these mixed metal events. I don't know. It just seems like they're just creating events to give out more medals. It, it's yeah. really odd to me. I don't know if they've been doing this or if I'm just picking it up on it now. I think there's always been some mixed stuff, but it hasn't stood out to me as much as this year. I'm not sure if it's with the time change and maybe we're missing like the peak stuff in the night. And then it's like the team events are kind of, you know what I mean? I don't know. But yeah, I'm not sure, man. It, do, it does seem like even like the, what was it that when we were talking the other day on our YouTube about the, not the bobsled, but the luge, where you got the yeah. two people laying on each other. Yeah. And it's like, well, why? Why yeah. though? It's like, why wouldn't this just be a single person thing? How do you get good at that? Yeah. And like what? Well, as we talked about it on YouTube, there's no, nobody's getting good at that. No. Like you just go. 
It's like I don't you, care what anybody says. There's no shot that people are like good at that. You, you like go to You're the sledding. local amusement park in, in the middle of winter and you just hop up on the water slide and just absolutely head down there on a crazy well, carpet. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like, well, my first time I ever went, it was with my father. He yeah. helped me down the water slide. And then yeah. after that, I was like, well, give me a sled. And I knew from that point forward, exactly. I was a, uh, a skeleton star. Ridiculous. Uh, but no, the, the Winter Olympics continue to be on. It's really hard to follow just due to the time change yeah. for us out east. Uh, but we're hoping uh, the best for the Canadian women, for the Canadian men's team in hockey and uh, I know the men's team's playing China in the quarterfinals. I'll be hammering the spread. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, but, Nate, moving into the UFC 271, uh, which was hosted in Houston this weekend. Crazy good fights. Um, Bobby Green started off the card. Our guy, Bobby guy, Green. Guy is known to come out swinging. Oh, man. Big win from Bobby Green. Uh, but the headliners, man. Uh, Derek Lewis uh, versus uh, Tuivasa uh, from Australia. Tuivasa knocks him out with an elbow. It didn't look that bad to me. Yeah. Um, I find it's just crazy, like, the things you got to watch out for. You know, oh. you got legs, you got elbows, you got everything. And it's like, yeah, it, well, it didn't look that bad, honestly. No, he was pinned I, up against the cage. He yeah. threw just like a, a generous elbow. And well, that's probably why, because he was like so close to the cage. Maybe it kind of like caught it and made it did not look as bad, perhaps. But I don't know. It, yeah, I'm not sure. At, I mean, at the same time, man, you get caught with something in the wrong spot at any point. Like even like you think of like those body shots. You wouldn't think like from an outside perspective, that's going to hurt that much. Yeah. But that's going to kill. Like, yeah, for sure. I mean, that's why these guys are doing a thousand sit-ups a day. But yeah, two of us, like, I mean, he gets out and he's linking up with his buddies on the way outside of the stadium doing shoeys. It was awesome. And then Israel Adesanya takes down Robert Whitaker for the second time, uh, retains the middleweight belt. Um, you know, Robert Whitaker, I mean, that was a great fight. I mean, these guys, it was a unanimous decision for Israel Adesanya. I mean, I know Whitaker was really upset, but these guys are the two top guys in the middleweight division. I wonder if there'll be a trilogy. Uh, I'm not sure who Whitaker will have to fight to get back, but man, Israel Adesanya, man, that guy, he is just, he is an absolute monster. Yeah, I'm a big fan of the guy. We we were all over him, too. Oh, my We goodness. had him in the live. Uh, we were taking him on the bed. What did he come in at? Minus 400? 300, I think. Minus, minus 300. 300, yeah. Okay, so that's not, I mean, tough to make cash on that, but sure. I mean, yeah, you got to be half intelligent if you're Vegas. Who did the Noak boys end up signing? I don't know. I haven't heard. Okay. Um, I, was, I, but, I, was, uh, I didn't really take a look for that. I thought it would be more all over my news feed, so I didn't even reach out to try and do it. But. Yeah, I thought it was going to be at that fight they were going to sign someone. Yeah. But, I mean, those guys are all over the place. They're doing a lot of stuff, man. Yeah, they are. Whatever happened to Jesse from the Noak boys? Uh, I think he's just doing some, like... Uh, Day in the life kind of stuff. He's always doing like behind the scenes in the business kind of thing. I've okay. seen a few episodes of it. Um, not, so nothing. No, I mean it's yeah, it's not it's not what it used to be for sure. But no, they got uh, the kind of the Nelk boys now are Salim, Steve will do it, and Kyle. Yeah, like those are the guys. Steve will do it was quite the ad for that man. Oh he man, is, he's hilarious. He's absolutely killing it. Yeah, he is having a kid. Yeah, I know. Mm-hmm. I saw that. That's wild. Having I thought. Anyway, yeah. Anyway, so. Anyway, uh, UFC <laughs> talk uh, March fifth. We got Colby Covington, Jorge Masvidal. I mean, I couldn't think of a more headlining fight. I mean, Jorge Masvidal obviously took down Nate Diaz for the uh, for the baddest motherfucker belt, and and uh, and Colby Covington. I mean, this guy is an absolute chirp fest. This guy's ruthless outside of the UFC in terms of hyping up fights. So these two hate each other. I guess they used to be buddies. Now absolutely hate each other. So that fight, March fifth. Going to be absolutely electric. Yeah, a little bit of time before then. It'll get nice and hyped up, so I'm ready to rock. I think our guy Gavin Tucker's fighting soon. Was that right? Yeah. Gaddy. Yeah. You got to look out for him at Boston Pizzas, too. You got to um, watch out for him in your own bedroom, I hear. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but, uh, but moving on, we're going to go into the halftime show yes. of episode 16 of season two. So we're going to go back and forth right now. 
with records in the sports world, and we're going to try to guess who holds the record. Who holds the record? You want me to start this off? Go ahead. All right, Greg, first one. Who has the most Grand Slams in MLB history? Gosh, I'm thinking Barry, but I'm not sure. I I mean, it's a good guess. I don't think Barry because I don't think you'd... I don't think you'd uh, you'd ask. I don't think you'd ask the question if it was Barry. I'm gonna go with Mark McGuire. I like it. Alex Rodriguez. Oh wow! Twenty five. Twenty five salamis. Yeah. Two for, up on Lou Gehrig. Okay, Nate. Who has the most stolen bases in MLB history? Oh man. Jeez, I'm thinking some stuff here. Uh, give me uh, give me Jorge Posada. Seriously? <laughs> I have no clue. I have Rick, no clue. Ricky Henderson, fourteen hundred and six. Okay. <laughs> if you would have guess, if you would have asked me the number to guess, yeah, holy that's smokes. a lot of stolen bases, eh? I would have said maybe like three hundred. Somebody's got to look up how many stolen, stolen bases. Sorry, Posada. I said I'm gonna look it up right now. Holy smokes! Posada, stolen bases. Yeah, he wasn't even fast. Uh, let's see here. This is hilarious. It's like five. <laughs> It might, it might even be, it might even be, it, there's an outside chat, it's zero. Oh my, uh, unbelievable. Stolen bases. Uh, he's got, all right, he got 20. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I thought the record was 300, I didn't think it was that bad of a guess, but. Um, all right, so first one for you, uh, or second one, sorry. Most penalty minutes in NHL history. Uh, oh, there's been a lot of tough guys. I think it's Tiger Williams. It is indeed Tiger Williams. Tiger. Yeah. I mean, some guys that come to, to, to mind are like Probert and Ty Domi. And I think those guys got to be in the top five. Ty Domi's third. Dale Hunter's second. Okay. Yeah. All right, Nate. Most interceptions in NFL history. Think big time. Most interceptions in NHL NFL history. Most interceptions in NHL history. <laughs> some, most pizzas. Oh, boy. So who's thrown the most interceptions? That's correct. Okay, okay. Yeah, Sorry, I yeah. was thinking. I was thinking, yeah, yeah. I was thinking picks. Um, oh man, I'm gonna go ahead and say I don't think it's Tom. Uh, I'm gonna say, uh, give me Eli Manning. Ooh, good guess. Joe Montana. <laughs> Brett Favre. Oh, three hundred and five. Okay, I. I should have thought about that a little more. Yep. That's tough, though. All right, Greg. Uh, who has the record for most points in an NBA game? Uh, Will Chamberlain? Yep. Okay, 100 and something? 100. 100. 100 points. Yeah. He also has third place with, like, 78. Okay. Like Kobe's 81. Uh, Nate, who has the longest MLB hit streak? Oh, my. I think you know this. I'm going to go Ichiro Suzuki. Oh, it was Joe DiMaggio. Joe DiMaggio? 56. Okay, okay. Yeah. Man, that's tough to track. Uh, most In the NHL for this one, uh, most saves, goalie with the most saves in one game. Ooh, who's been peppered? <laughs> Roberto Luongo. It's, uh, it's Ron Tugnot. <laughs> 70. It's one of my favorite names in the history 70 of sports. saves. 70 saves. Bruins put it up on him, too. Oh, I love put it. Up 70 on him. Um, okay, Nate, most fights in NHL history. Most fights in NHL history. Oh, my. I'm going to have to say... I'm going to say Ty Domi. Long Bang! career. Yeah. 339. I was thinking their career was just like, like... He seemed like he played for like 10 years at least. Yeah. So I think that... Okay, last one. Most goals for a soccer player. Most goals for a soccer player? Yeah, all time. Pele. Second place. Ronaldo. No. Yeah. Ah. Uh. 
Most rebounds in NBA history, Nate. Oh, my goodness. Uh, most rebounds. I don't know. I have no idea. Man, I think we had this on a, a TikTok not that long ago. Give me magic. <laughs> Guard. Uh, Will Chamberlain. Oh, yeah. Wilt the still. Yeah, I knew it. Wilt Chamberlain. Well, Nate. Those were some all-time guesses. Yeah, they were good stuff. I mean, Jorge Posada. <laughs> Couldn't have been closer. Magic Johnson. I'm just throwing out names now, folks. I got no clue. <laughs> I was going to say Dennis Rodman again. That's what I guessed. That would have been too bad. I guessed that on TikTok, though. Because I guess he was, was a board machine, hey? Rodman? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, that will conclude the halftime show for episode 16 of season two of the Daily Intermission podcast. We appreciate you guys tuning in today. Uh, we're moving into quarter three, and quarter three is brought to you by Thrive Fantasy. Thrive Fantasy is a prop betting daily fantasy website. You either propose 20 prop bets, you pick 10. If you have the most optimal lineup, you win the money. Uh, you can use the code TDI uh, upon signing up. They'll double your initial bet or your initial uh, deposit, and they'll also give you some free tickets. So go check out Thrive Fantasy. Um, we'll start giving out some Thrive Fantasy best bets. Uh, we're not going to do it today, but uh, but I tried out a golf. Uh, uh, Thrive Fantasy was super exciting, um, but, uh, but go check it out. Yeah, yeah, get in on it. Code TDI. Let's absolutely go. I was going to ask you what are some of the uh, what were some of the cool props you saw for the golf? Yeah, so it's like individual players uh, over under uh, the score sixty seven and a half, usually okay. sixty eight yeah. and a half. Uh, over under pars made, over under birdies made. Uh, so it's kind of fun like that. If yep. you're really dialed into the top guns and yeah. you're analyzing the rounds, I uh, I had Abe answer. I think over um, four and a half birdies, he made six. Okay, uh, so kind of like fun stuff like that. I think yep. it, I think that was the bet, um, but. Uh, Maybe it's Homa. But, Nate, we're moving into quarter three, and yep. we're talking NBA. And we're yeah. talking LeBron James is now the all-time leader in total points combined regular season and playoff. I mean, this guy is a record-smashing machine. It seems every week, doesn't it? I mean, this one was coming. You saw, <laughs> sure. it, you saw it even back when he was – I remember looking at it when he was at, like, 6,000, and I was like, man, you know, it's coming. Like, I got to wonder, too, it's like – how close is he to being the GOAT? Like, is he, you know? Like, yeah, it's going to be a forever argument between for him sure. and Michael Jordan. It's it's a generational argument, I think, too. Yeah, for I think sure. For people of this generation, like the millennials, I think it's uh, I think it's LeBron James, but every, everyone, you know, kind of past that well, what uh, is, it? is Michael. What, MJ, he didn't lose in a final, did he? <clears throat> no, six for six. Six for six, yeah. And I think that's one of the bigger knocks on LeBron, too, is like for he's sure. lost like five, no? Yeah, yeah. Something like that, so... But yeah, man, I mean, ten thousand points, man. That's uh, it's outrageous. Yeah, it's what it is. It was a forty some thousand. What points that he's got? Yeah, yeah, I think. Um, insane, insane. Yeah. Is it forty thousand? Yeah, because he's got thirty six thousand regular oh. season, then you add yeah. in the right, um, right, right, right. The playoffs. I think it's like forty four thousand, forty four thousand one hundred and fifty. Okay, I think. Let's take a. Uh, it says right now he's at thirty six thousand five twenty six. Is that plus playoffs? Uh, I would assume not. No. NBA career. Um, um, but uh, but the Celtics Nate have won eight in a row. Absolutely buzzing. Yeah. I uh, made some nice uh, additions at the trade deadline. They brought in they brought in Daniel Tice uh, back uh, from Houston. Um, they traded Josh Richardson. Brought in uh, Devin White. I do believe not Devin White. Gosh. Um, oh, uh, I forget his name right now. But uh, White from uh, from the San Antonio Spurs. 
They're they're bolstered. I mean, they're a bit of a pretender. We'll talk about it with Scoop. I want to know what he, his thoughts are yeah. on you know what the Celtics are doing. Um, but uh, I like the moves they made. They're on a hot streak, man. Jason Tatum's playing unbelievable. Jalen Brown's an absolute beast. Uh, eight in a row in the East is, is fantastic, man. The East is really competitive. Yeah, that'll buzz uh, you. I'm excited to see what James Harden's got, man. What's I his know. game going to be looking like in Philly? Well, yeah, that's what I was wondering too. I mean, what is he going to make his? There's talk he might make his debut tomorrow. Yep. Uh, I guess tonight now once this comes out. But uh, he's what he's got the hamstring injury right today yep. today or whatever. Um, so we'll see what happens. It's going to be sick when he's there, though. They're pumped in Philly. They're oh, pumped. no doubt, man. Yeah. I mean, you had Ben Simmons all year not playing. So, I mean, it's, you know, anything's great. Yeah, we'll see how he looks, too, in Brooklyn. Uh, yeah. Still Durant out and Kyrie not playing at home. Uh, Kyrie's right. playing really well, man. He looked unbelievable the other night. He saw him a lot of iso ball. He had like eight, 18 straight points for the Nets. They ended up losing. I think they've lost 11 straight, and they're still above yep, that's 500. Right. Yeah. Um, uh, Clay Thompson. Dropped a thirty point, uh, thirty three point game against the Lakers. Um, Water's wet. LeBron James, man, he had three free throws to win the game, down by two, uh, or down by three to tie the game. McClank's the first one, just the anti clutch, not the anti clutch, but certainly in that moment he was. Yeah. Um, at the Super Bowl, drinking wine. I mean, that guy. I don't know how much of his headspace is involved in winning championships right now. Like, yeah. I don't know how content LeBron James is, but he seems pretty content. I'd say down is. in Los Angeles, yeah. hanging out with the A-list celebrities, going in, dropping a bunch of points, losing basketball games. I mean, it's interesting to see you know, what's his motivation level at right now. Yeah, I, well, you know, he comes out even then. Uh, what was it to the media? And he said like. What was it we talked about last podcast where he's like, we're not even close to the box. Yep. Whatever. And I think he is a little punched out on us, honestly. Um, even like, yeah, when he's at the Super Bowl, I was wondering what those chains are worth on his neck, man. He had like three of them. Looked like they were actually weighing him down. But I don't know. I don't think, like, I mean, the guy's, what, 37 years old. I mean, he's getting there. He probably figures he hasn't really got much of a shot here with L.A. this year for sure. No. I mean, we'll see what they can retool and do next year. But, yeah, I mean, for the most part, I mean, it would be pretty tough to be motivated to be a guy like that where you're like, you know, every time he makes the playoffs, basically, he makes the final. Yeah. And then this year you're like, well, are we even going to make the playoffs? It's like, well, whatever. Like, if, <sighs> if I'm not going to have anyone to play with for the most part, it's like I'm going to punch out on it. I mean, the guy can essentially do whatever he wants, which yeah. is absolutely wild. It is for sure. He's a player. It is for sure. Um, guy heavily in the MVP talks to Marta Rosen. He has five straight 35 plus games. Nate who he's the second person to do that ever in the history. Who's the only guy to do it. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go magic Johnson, Michael Jordan, <laughs> uh, 35 plus in 35 in five straight games for the bulls. Marta Rosen has been absolutely incredible, man. So happy for that guy. Mm -hmm. We've talked about it in past episodes. Um, you know, about him leaving Toronto in such a uh, terrible fashion and, and, uh, you know, him being very emotional about that, uh, that departure, but man, incredible season right now for the bulls. Uh, I think Zach Levine's having some, uh, some stuff done to his knee. I mean, he's still going to be at the all-star weekend, but be interested to see how they do moving forward, man. I really like the bulls chances. Yeah. They've been my pick all year. I don't yeah. know if they've got the caliber of team to win, but oh, something I'll be asking scoop. Yep. hundred percent asking scoop. And we'll, I mean, you never know once you get in there too. I mean, it is obviously, we talked about it before. It's a lot harder in the NBA to make an, a legitimate run. If you're not a steady, it's just going to be tough to get through Milwaukee. And like, even if Brooklyn gets humming with Simmons too, exactly. It's yeah. going to be tough, but for sure. I don't know. It'd be nice. That'd be an awesome pick for you to hit, hit on for sure. For sure. Um, but, uh, but it's NBA all-star game next weekend, Thursday, we're going to be joined, I guess for Friday's episode, we're going to be joined by Brandon Scoopy Robinson. Super excited about that. Uh, Bally sports employees, a big media member in the NBA. Brandon Scoopy is going to be absolutely electric. 
Super excited for that interview, Nate. Yeah, it's going to be sweet. I can't wait to ask him about the... Uh, I just I want to know a lot of stuff about the dunk contest, and I'm going to be feeding him questions about it. I like it. I like yeah. it. Uh, NHL talk, Nate. Quarter yeah. four of episode 16 of the Daily Intermission podcast. We're going to headline things. Uh, we're going to start things off, should say, uh, in Arizona. Some, some, Just some terrible news coming out of Arizona. They have now signed a three-year contract to play at the Arizona State University Arena with a capacity of 5,000 fans. That might be the most embarrassing you know, contract sign and just circumstance for a professional sports team in the history of professional sports teams. 5,000 capacity for the next three years. It's crazy, man. It's it's really, really, really crazy. Like... This is an NHL team, five thousand. Like this is a fourth of what your attendance should be yep. for the most part. I mean, this rink doesn't even look like it's sweet for a college rink, but for like an NHL caliber arena, man, like this is not where you want to be playing. Like this association, it's a shame because I I really do like Arizona as like a I like their logo, I like their team, I like I like I like that there's a team in Arizona, but it's just like it seems like it's been such a dumpster fire for for so long now. Like they haven't really accomplished anything since they've been there since like 97. You know, they made the conference finals once and it's just thing after thing. I mean, you get the guys working out. Now they get this arena and it's, it's crazy. It's a three year yeah. minimum. Yeah. It's probably longer. It's really such a tough look for the Arizona coyotes. Um, but like you said, Nate, I mean, there's no real, you know, positive things happening there. I mean, you know, if, if they get the first overall pick this year, I mean, you know, you know, maybe have Shane, Wright. I think next year is probably a better pick to get, Maybe yeah. grabbing Michkov or Bedard. I think those two guys can be the focal point of your franchise moving forward. But even if you get a star like that, I mean, the team is just so terrible. Yeah. I mean, you're looking at like a five. To, I mean, I don't know how many years you can peg on that before they're good again. But, yeah, it's unfortunate, man. So Arizona will be playing at Arizona State University. Uh, be interesting to compare the uh, Arizona State University men's capacity or fan attendance uh, compared to the Coyotes moving uh, forward. Surely they got to um, fill the place, though. Yeah, free tickets for fa- uh, for students. <laughs> <laughs> to the Coyotes. Uh, but uh, some exciting news in Canada. And they, uh, Ontario came out, said this week, and as well as Alberta, uh, full capacity as of March 1st. Super excited for Canadian teams. I mean, it's been a long few months. I mean, I don't know when it was implemented just before Christmas that uh, fans won't be allowed in the building. But March yeah. 1st, the fans will be back in the building. Uh, Winnipeg, I think, uh, a little bit sooner than that. Yep. Uh, they'll be back to full capacity. So the fans will be back in Canadian buildings. Man, creating an atmosphere. I mean, some of those buildings have the best atmospheres in the NHL, and it's just been such a shame. There's been some great games uh, going on in those buildings that would be you know, absolutely electric, oh. and they've just been dead. I know. There's a few. It's like I tuned in, even like a catch a hockey night in Canada, <sighs> and you're just like, oh, my goodness. It, t- it takes the life out of you, man, watching yeah, those games. It does. I mean, it was, it was sweet when it first came back when you had the North Division because at the beginning last year, you're like, okay, at least we get some hockey. Yep. You know what I mean? We're going to see Canadian matchups every night. And then by the end of it, you're like, man, I can't even watch this without fans. No, exactly. Just these empty buildings. It's it's depressing, and I mean, at least it's back. So, I'm not going to touch on it too much, but let's go. Yeah, about no, time. It's uh, it's def- definitely definitely sigh of relief here. Um, Colorado Avalanche Nate, uh, have been an absolute wagon. Obviously, we don't talk about them too too much, mm. uh, but uh, 19 straight games with a point registered. Uh, now, Kadri having a career year. Nathan McKinnon hasn't been playing all that much. Uh, but uh, obviously, Cal McCarr has been an absolute beast. Devin Taves, low key, has been an absolute animal as well. 
uh, defenseman that they acquired from the uh, New York Islanders. I mean, yep. I think that this team's probably the biggest threat moving into the playoffs. Uh, first in the Central, I don't think they'll be moving out of that spot. No. Um, McKinnon coming back healthy, played his first game the other night, grabbing assists. He's an Apple machine this he year. He is an Apple machine, huh? Um, but uh, but we're really excited about everything going on with Colorado. I think it's uh, it would be super exciting for Nathan McKinnon to grab a ring. Yeah. I think that team's going to be the team to beat, Nate. I think so, too. It's going to be, you know, I just want to see him make, go for a nice deep run. Like that year in the bubble, too, they were so close. Well, they got game seven against Dallas in the, I think it was maybe the second round that was. Yeah. But, um, yeah, Hudobin just stole the show. Yeah, Hudobin, man. But that's what it, that's what it is. Like you just get some random goalie that gets hot, and like, yep. like who would have thought Hudobin was going to carry them to the Stanley Cup final? No, yeah, no not shot. me. Not no close chance. I would think no. that. But uh, uh, yeah, I mean they're they're juiced top to bottom, man. Like they are that decor too is outrageous. It's very good. Like as you touched very on, good. Devon Taves, Makar, obviously. Owen Byram's been amazing. Owen Byram's a freak. Yep. Oh man. Yeah, Eric Johnson back there for support too. Yeah, guy will lay the bod. Just a nice vet. Oh, he's an absolute vet. Yeah, he's been incredible. Uh, Calgary Nate, some news out of Calgary. They acquired Tyler Toffoli today. Yes, uh, from the Montreal Canadiens. Uh, Calgary's been they've been great, man. And Daryl Sutter, he coaches a, just a nice brand of hockey. I think it's just such a great fit there. They're a heavy team. They play a heavy style of hockey. Yeah, uh, I mean. Markstrom's had eight shutouts this season. Yeah. Uh, truly incredible. We're going to be there in a month's time, almost a little bit less. Super excited to be in Calgary. Check out the Saddle Dome. I mean, I've heard great things about the rink. I know it's a little data, but I guess the atmosphere is just electric. The sea of red. Um, but, uh, but man, what do you think about... I mean, I wanted to talk about Sean Monaghan for a second. Like, what yep. happened to Sean Monaghan? I don't know, man. That guy was scoring 30 a yeah. few times. He was sixth overall pick in 2013. Yeah. Uh, I mean, he was a he was a fantasy lock. You get him late rounds, he's getting like 80 points a year. Yeah. And, man, he's just Mr. Irrelevant out there. It's absolutely wild. Yeah, I think he's got like 19 points in the year or something. Yeah. Like something insane. Like, yeah. in uh, yeah, he's just been terrible and and uh, really just kind of back-to-back terrible seasons. I know Johnny Goudreau's having a bit of a better year. Matthew Kachuk's looking really good. I've watched a couple of their last games. He's been absolutely buzzing. Yep. Uh, they do have a lot of great pieces there in Calgary. I think Foley's a nice fit. I in think the top that's six. a great pickup, too. Plus, um, Sutter coached him before in L.A. Yep, so, uh, exactly. obviously, he would have had a lot to say about that trade getting through. So, yeah, that's a that's a good pickup for sure. No, absolutely. Um, but, uh, but Nate, we're going to move in uh, out of the NHL into the post-game show. Yes. Uh, it's been a quick episode. Obviously, the Super Bowl kind of headlined everything. We apologize. We Apologize being a day late. We appreciate you guys um, waiting for the podcast this week. Uh, it's been a lot of fun, um, you know, kind of tuning into the Super Bowl. I mean, that playoff yesterday and the Waste Management was super electric. They kind of, you know, um, overlapped each other, but uh, but it was good fun. But, uh, Nate, we're going to move into the postgame show. Mm-hmm. Do you have a fire wagon in a, in a dog water of the week? Of course. Fire wagon. Matt Stafford. I love it. Matt Stafford. Got to be. I mean, you just take him to the Super Bowl for the boys. I was loving it. Great show. Guy went off. It was unreal. I mean, minus the couple of picks, it was getting sketchy there for a second. For sure, that's what you just. That's just what you get with a guy who absolutely slings a rock like he does. He's that, that an absolute gunslinger. Yeah, no look passes. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but no, some serious clutch throws. I mean, that post across the middle there to, to Cooper Cup. Yeah, uh, when Von Bell jumped and he threw it right to he kind of threw it where Von Bell jumped from. Yeah, uh, in a no look post route, and then yeah, like the back shoulder fade. That, he made a lot of great the, throws. The OBJ catch too. That that was a great throw. Absolutely, nice and deep and high. Oh man. Yeah, I mean that's to come throw. in from Detroit first year after being traded after. being... Being deadlocked in Detroit and then winning the Super Bowl. Super happy for that guy, man. Yep. Uh, 
Uh, does so much for the community, man. Unbelievable. I'm going to go with Cooper Cup. Uh, Super Bowl MVP. A lot of the same reasons for you, Nate. Just showed up. Showed up. Come Super Bowl. He's, you know, won the triple threat all regular season. Uh, was the Super Bowl MVP. What a year it was for Cooper Cup. I mean, he's definitely a top three receiver in the league. Guy went, had no offers at a high school. Really enjoyed watching Cooper Cup this season. One of the one of the best wide receiver seasons we've seen in recent history. So Cooper yep. Cup's my uh, fire wagon of the week. I like it. I like it. Hard to, uh, hard to go against that. Um, for my dog water of the week, it is uh, it's Kanye West. Okay, he was just sitting at the Super Bowl with a like a shield on morph suit. Yeah, it's like I don't know what's going on there. But, Lost uh, his girl to Pete Davidson. Yeah, he's he's battling, man. He's had some wild Instagram posts too. So yeah. not that sport related, kind of tied in with the uh, Super Bowl there, because I don't know why you'd watch it through a beehive face mask thing. But yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, I'm going with Kanye West. Okay, my dog water of the week is Vernon Hargraves the third. Uh, Vernon Hargraves, obviously in street clothes. Um, oh, yeah, uh, Bates good. picks off. Matt Stafford, he decides to run on the field with the defense. Go celebrate with the defense in the end zone wearing street clothes. Obviously, the flag was thrown, and and uh, the Bengals took the first their first penalty of the game on Vernon Hargraves' uh, you know, street clothes uh, celebration. So he's my dog water of the week, Nate. I like it. I like it. All that right, folks. an absolute ridiculous thing to do. Well, that'll conclude episode 16 of season 2. The Daily Animation Podcast. We appreciate you guys tuning in. Go follow us on YouTube. Go subscribe. We got some fun stuff around the corner. Like we said, we're going to Calgary in a couple weeks' time. We're going to be there for two Calgary Flames games. Uh, super excited about that. Uh, go check us out on uh, on uh, TikTok and Instagram, and and uh, we'll be back on Friday with Scoop B, Brandon Robinson. Let's get it. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs>